Welcome to the Quit Vaping Podcast, the podcast designed to make you a non-listener. In this show, I'm not going to scare you away from a life of vaping. What I am going to do is show you just how good your life can be without it. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Quit Vaping Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Cipriano, and I'm so happy you're here today. So as you guys know, I have a framework that I created. It's called the Only Two Things Framework. And pretty much what it does is teach you the only two things you need to understand in order to quit vaping permanently and easily. And I know that sounds too good to be true. So you're going to this entire episode to hear about it and why it works and how it's actually not too good to be true. And then before I get into it, I want to talk about life coaching, what we do as life coaches in case you're not really sure. And I also want to just quickly touch on nicotine addiction and then we're going to get into the only two things. And it's going to be an episode that just teaches you so much. So keep your ears open, keep your hearts open. You're going to learn a ton. And this episode is just going to be so valuable. So before I get into everything else, I want to talk about what life coaching is because I am a life coach and people don't know what the heck we do. I didn't know what we did before I pretty much became one and started practicing. Um, so life coach is pretty much the main objective of life coaching is to help you solve problems by helping you to see what the actual root of the issue is, right? So we're helping you believe new things because typically our thoughts are the root of our issues. And then we're also kind of guiding you. We're never really giving you advice. Like any life coach that uses the thought model that I do, um, we're not supposed to give any advice. We're just supposed to show you how your mind is working. And when I say that, how your mind's working, what I'm talking about is your thoughts and your emotions. So a goal of a good life coach is to kind of guide someone to a higher truth. And in that doing that, the person that you're coaching is able to make their own decisions. I don't have to tell them what the right or wrong thing is. That's why this works because I'm never, I'm never like telling you what to believe or what not to believe, but I'm helping you guide yourself to a higher truth so that you can decide what's best. And typically, once we actually learn about addiction and figure out what's going on behind the scenes with our emotions and our thinking, uh, the truth is that we no longer wish to vape. So that's what goes on. Now, I want to say I'm never going to judge anyone who vapes. I'm never going to tell you what's right or wrong for you. I don't know. Again, my job is just to show you how your brain is working and then lets you decide what's right for you. So if you are vaping, if you want to not quit yet, you're not sure what you're doing, that's no problem at all. So now that you guys have like a decent idea of what life coaches do, pretty much help you believe new things, help you achieve goals, um, learn about your mental health in a non-clinical sense, we're going to talk about nicotine addiction. So ironically enough, you're not going to hear me talk about nicotine addiction that much. We're really going to focus on your thoughts and your emotions and your urges. And the reason is because nicotine addiction itself isn't the big problem. Like when you were smoking or vaping or whatever it is that involves nicotine, after three days, 95% of that nicotine is out of your body. And after two to three weeks, all of it's out and you're no longer chemically addicted. So that's not the big beast. The reason why people are quitting and going back so often and frequently and why they can't stop is because they have thoughts and emotions behind the scenes running the show. Because if you think about it, we don't start smoking or vaping because of nicotine addiction. That's why we keep, that's a part of why we keep vaping, Right. So there must have been something else that drew us into nicotine to begin with. So again, you're going to hear me talk about nicotine. Obviously, it is a nicotine addiction and it needs to be addressed. But the main reason, the big thing that keeps people vaping permanently is their emotions and their thoughts. And we're going to talk about both of these today. So my framework is called the only two things framework because really that's all you have to understand. Even when we're talking about the nicotine addiction, you can put that into the emotional part of the course because when we are not able to experience our emotions or urges, which I consider one and the same, then we end up vaping. When we think that negative emotion has to be corrected for or we can't process it without nicotine, then we use nicotine to process our emotions for us. So at heart, it's an emotional issue. The nicotine addiction, again, is an issue, but it's not the biggest issue we need to focus on here. All right, so when it comes to emotions, consider emotions literally just vibrations in your body. Like that's it. They're caused by your thinking. 
And in my practice, I use something called causal coaching. And what that means is that we get to the root of the issue, right? The cause. And that's why this works for quitting vaping so effectively because we're getting to the root issue. So what that means is that your thoughts are always the cause. Here's how it goes. Your thoughts create your emotions, which lead to your actions and create your results. So when we're taking actions that we don't want to be taking, it's caused originally by a thought or a belief system. So that's the root, right? We always want to get to the root, but there's an additional piece, the emotional side. When we have an urge to do something, if we're not comfortable at learning how to process emotions properly in our body without needing something external, we're always going to turn to external things like nicotine, food, alcohol, social media to deal with our emotions. So this goes against everything society teaches us, by the way. I have a four-year psych degree. I literally went to school for psychology to got a four-year. I also worked in the psychiatric hospital for a year and a half. And those didn't really teach me how to process my emotions properly, although like I learned very basic stuff. I didn't learn how to practically process my emotions. And it's very interesting because I've talked to therapists and social workers and yes, they're great, but I've never really dealt with anything like I have in life coaching that was so applicable. The reason I'm a life coach today is because the tools I learned in life coaching were so applicable to my life that they changed everything. And that's why I no longer vape. So when it comes to quitting vaping, there's literally only two things you need to understand, your thoughts and your emotions. And remember, if it's a nicotine addiction issue, I consider it an emotional issue because when we're dealing with nicotine addiction, what we need to understand is how to process urges. And I would consider an urge an emotion. So only two things. So let's look at an example of a belief system that keeps people vaping that they have not questioned. And before we get into it, remember, if you have thoughts or beliefs that support an action you don't want to be taking, you're going to continue to take the action even if you're not aware of the belief. This is why so many people have uh, overeating problems, right? They underneath the surface have some kind of an issue or belief that maybe they can't lose weight or there's no point or they're unworthy. I don't know. It's different for everyone, whatever the exact belief is. But if they try to lose weight and they self-sabotage, it means that deep down, most likely beyond their consciousness, there's some kind of belief that's keeping them in a result they do not want, right? So again, remember, I do causal coaching. So we're not going to coach the action, Like, I know you're overeating. That's not the problem. The problem is why you're overeating, the belief system behind it. So let's look at a belief today that um, a lot of vapors have, myself including, that I believed for literally nine years, that once we can question for the truth might shake up your vaping a little bit. Now, remember, I want you to be very open-minded in this podcast. The reason you're vaping is because of belief systems holding you there. You're going to be resistant to a lot of the material I'm telling you because they're going to go against what you believe. What that means is you're going to have a cognitive dissonance and you're going to really badly want to hold on to your belief. The life coaching certification that I got, the woman who teaches it, she says it's like holding on to your wubby, right? Like your blanket that you've had forever that's really comfortable, but it smells and like it's gross and everyone else wants you to get rid of it and they can see that it's like nasty, but you're just so committed to holding on to it because it's something that's uncomfortable to admit might not be true. But this is the entire process of learning not vaping, right? Dealing with our emotions and then also getting to the root thoughts that even if you want to hold on to are actually creating a problem that you no longer want. So you get the choice. You get to stay vaping and stay in drug addiction even though you don't want to, or you can question your beliefs and be a little bit uncomfortable just being open-minded for a couple minutes. So let's go for this first belief. I like vaping. This is a belief that is unquestioned by everyone who vapes, pretty much. Um, And here's how we know that we can question it, right? What I'm going to do in this coaching and what I'm going to do always in my course, in my community, in my live coaching, I'm never going to force someone to believe something that they don't believe because that just isn't going to work. Remember, that's pretty much using willpower and we all know how that ends. What I am going to do is question you like in a coaching format and I'm also going to give you examples of my life how I changed the belief, and then you can kind of think of your own. But the main thing is that you want to find your own reason that actually you believe in order to change the belief because you have to be able to change the belief and actually believe it if it's going to create new change in your life. 
All right, so I used to tell myself that I really liked vaping. I thought it helped me enjoy social gatherings. I helped with uh, stress, anxiety. I loved how it tasted and felt. And after I learned um, how to do this thought work and I started doing it on myself, I gained a lot of awareness of, of my belief systems really around everything. Coincidentally, what I realized is that I didn't treat nicotine like I treated everything else I enjoyed in my life. So let me give you an example. I love rollerblading. You guys, I love blading. My brothers and I used to grow rollerblading through our neighborhood. We called ourselves the Blade Brigade, and it was sweet and it was cool, and now pretty much I do it by myself. Um, but I love it so much. Like, I literally went out this year in the rain. They paved my streets, so I'd go out in the rain. I know that you're like, that's not possible, but for some reason, it was paved asphalt. I got some new rollerblades, and they weren't slippery. I even went out a couple weeks ago in the heart of the winter in Michigan because uh, the streets were clear and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go rollerblade. It was like 40 degrees. I'm like, this is, this is fine. I'll just wear winter clothes. I'm going to rollerblade. There's like nothing more freeing than just drifting down a brand new paved street, listening to ABBA, just floating, floating down the road, like the queen that I am on rollerblades. Like I literally geek out on rollerblading. I put on the special socks, make sure everyone can see it. I hike them up like the music, the dancing, like ridiculous dancing on rollerblades. I just have a good time. Like the whole thing is enjoyable. So as I built awareness around my thoughts, I did the same work with vaping. So I looked at how I treated vaping compared to blading. So when it came to vaping, I found it was a completely opposite of experience of blading, which I actually enjoy. There was no excitement or bliss that came with uh, vaping at all. It was all kind of just like dread. It was all distressing emotions, right? So a lot of anxiety, a lot of um, stress, a lot of relief, I would say is like the closest thing to enjoyment I actually got out of vaping is like literally just relief and anxiety and panic were the other ones. I literally would like rush into my local convenience store. We call them party stores in Michigan. And I'd be like filled with guilt and shame. And I'd have to talk to the girl behind the counter that I've known forever and be like, yeah, I'm still vaping. I know my dad been in here earlier for cigarettes. Like, you know, do that whole shameful conversation, quick transaction, never cash cards were faster in and out as fast as possible. And then I'd sit in my car and do like that whole scratch the plastic seal open with my key as quickly as possible and then just sit there and be shameful and get my little relief, not even enjoyment, my relief after having it. And I would stop panicking. So like it was a completely different experience than rollerblading, right? Something I actually enjoy rollerblading. I was ready to show off to the whole world, love, I don't care who saw me. And I actually enjoyed it. Like there was positive emotion involved. And then when it came to vaping, it was all shame, guilt, hiding, which is a big one. A lot of lack of self-confidence, lying to myself, lying to other people. And then the best feeling I got out of that experience was truly just relief. So just from being able to question a thought, I did this work and I realized that maybe I don't actually enjoy vaping that much. Maybe I enjoy the relief that comes with vaping that removes the anxiety from being addicted. But enjoy? I don't know. I wouldn't call that an enjoyment experience when I'm hiding from the world and reclusing and trying to not be guilty about myself for doing it. Like things that we enjoy, we're not trying to quit doing all the time, right? We're like, oh, I love painting. I haven't done it in like 10 days. Isn't that awesome? Look how long I can go without painting. But with vaping, it's like, yo, no, I love vaping. Like it's, it's so good with my stress. I love how it feels. And then you like brag to your friends. I haven't vaped for eight days. You're like, just doesn't make any sense, right? Do you actually enjoy it? Most likely no. But what we do when we're vaping is that we have all these beliefs that we deliberately don't question. And those are the reason that we're vaping. Now we think the vape's the problem, but it's actually the beliefs behind it. And if you're not ready to quit yet, that's totally fine. That's no big deal. Like I get it. I was there. But I got to the point where my life was so miserable that I was addicted to nicotine, that I had no self-confidence. I was spending an outrageous amount of money. I believe I spent, I've saved $4,400 since I quit smoking like 16 or 17 months ago, which is outrageous to me. $4,400. I didn't spend that much money when I went to Vegas and just balled out for four days. Like what? 
I was just not happy with my life. I felt like I was completely at the effect of drugs. I felt like I always needed them. I was an anxious mess. I almost got fired from my job. And as I kept thinking about it, I'm like, well, these actually aren't things at all that sound like enjoyment. So that's just one example of a belief that we can question. And what I'm doing, again, I'm not forcing anything. I'm not lying to myself. Like as I looked at those experiences, I saw that I probably hadn't really enjoyed any of them. So that's an example of one belief that we can look at. There's dozens of them that keep people vaping. Everyone has their own reasons, their own wubbies that they're attached to. And what we want to do is get to the heart of it. And then the other issue is learning how to feel your emotions. There are going to be times in life where you're going to have a negative emotion and nothing has gone wrong. And we need to be able to experience it without looking for drugs or alcohol, or sometimes people abuse medication or anything in order to not feel an emotion, right? Emotions of all kinds are very normal. But when we think that anxiety means something's gone wrong, we need to fix for it. Well, that's a huge reason why people keep vaping or keep using a lot of different things, right? People abuse pretty much any substance to avoid anxiety. Like, has anybody ever told you that anxiety is a completely normal emotion and it's just a vibration in your body that can't hurt you? It's actually when we try to escape anxiety by numbing it with drugs or resisting it or reacting to it, that's when it hurts us. But allowing it in our body with compassion can never hurt us. All right, so I hope you enjoyed your introduction to life coaching and what I do as a quit vaping coach. Remember that quitting vaping is only the beginning. Once you learn these tools, it's just the start of creating a life that you really want and getting away from one you don't want. So I hope you enjoyed the introduction to this episode on the only two method. And I want to invite you now to check out the vape course that's going to help you apply and learn the self-coaching model, which is a life coaching tool I was trained in that will actually help you put these tools into practice in your life so you can actually remove your desire for good. Thanks for being here and I'll talk to you on episode three. What's up guys? I hope you're enjoying the show and that each episode is bringing you one step closer to becoming a non-listener. If you'd like to take all this information to the next level and finally quit vaping for good, you can check out the course link in my bio. Have a great day. See you next week.